Barry Soper, News Talk ZB senior political correspondent with us now. Afternoon, Barry. G'day, Heather. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. So the final day as Prime Minister for Jacinda Ardern at Ratana and already tapping out of domestic politics, just not commenting on anything. Oh, absolutely. And um, I noticed a number of the media were saying she was tearful. Well, I've been watching all day there and uh, I haven't seen a tear shared. I, she crinkled her face once and the camera's uh, uh, shutters clicked. And uh, I assume that's when she said she was tearful. But she looked pretty relaxed to me and um, uh, very much in control. You remember she's got an association, a special connection to Ratana. It was back in 2018 in her first public appearance um, since announcing she was pregnant when uh, she went to Ratana uh, and uh, they gave her a uh, new daughter or uh, expected daughter, uh, Neve, uh, a, a name, Waru. I don't think it was um, used in the end. It means no. eight, which means a lot to the church apparently. But look, uh, it was interesting. I would have loved to have been a fly inside the car on the way up there because um, uh, certainly um, the uh, prime minister, the outgoing prime minister and the incoming prime minister, Chris Hipkins, they shared the car. And... Um, uh, she said that, uh, look, uh, she wasn't about to give Chris Hipkins any advice on the way to Whanganui. She said, um, and she loves these sorts of statements, she said, you do you. She said uh, this is for him to carve out his own space and be his own leader. Uh, she said it's now for him. She's done her time and uh, it's time for the new team. Well, it most certainly is. Uh, Grant Robertson, for his part, well, he was effusive at Ratana about um, Jacinda Ardern. He said that um, uh, he described uh, her as his friend. She, he said she uh, has been the most extraordinary prime minister of his lifetime. Uh, and um, he said he had an incredible privilege of working alongside his mate. He said she'll go down in history as one of the greatest prime ministers. Well, I think Helen Clark will be looking over her shoulder at that because both uh, Jacinda Ardern and Grant Robertson uh, were working as um, bureaucrats um, during her reign. So, um, yeah, it was interesting. It was a lot of uh, love in the, in the Labour camp. Not so much so in the Luxon camp, though, the uh, National Party. Um, pretty ballsy move, don't you think, of Christopher Luxon to come out, be very clear about a position, which is, he's been very wishy-washy up to now on a whole bunch of positions. He's been clear on co-governance and then ballsy to take it to Ratana at the start of the year and deal with it there. Yeah, and I think that's the place to do it. Um, it really annoyed me that Carmel Cephaloni, and I thought... Um, she was above this sort of thing, but she said um, she wasn't surprised that Luxon's first speech at Ratana was largely about co-governance. She said that uh, National likes to rack up, I think you mentioned it earlier, Heather, uh, tension in the uh, space with regards to racism. Well, there's nothing racist about what he said. He was simply saying what the National Party position on co-governance is. And, uh, you know, he outlined areas that that have to be outlined and they've got to become part of the political debate. That's health, uh, where we've got the Māori Health Authority, the National Party doesn't like it, the health system, they argue, should be for all, uh, education, uh, the critical infrastructure he talked about, and that uh, takes no prizes for guessing what that is. That's three waters, uh, and uh, he did tell them that uh, it's not too late 
uh, to uh, shelve that now. Although you can imagine the cost of shelving, like we mentioned yesterday, Heather, any of these things is going to be massive and uh, Labor's going to cop it either way, regardless yeah. of what um, yeah, but hang Chris on. Hipkins Gary, does. I mean, I don't think that unwinding it is quite the ordeal that a lot of commentators have made it out to be. Yeah, a piece of legislation has passed. But there has yes. been no transfer of assets yet. And, yeah, there's a sunk cost in, in, you know, what they've already spent money on. But actually, they can stop the process right now. And surely for Labor's own best interests, stopping an unpopular policy would be a better thing to cop criticism for than pushing through an unpopular policy and then having to defend mm. it for the next two bills. But don't forget, they've set up what is a fairly significant bureaucracy uh, to run the shop. And, uh, you know, they've uh, signed contracts with people. Yeah. That'll, that'll be running it well it's a you know, fraction of the it's a fraction Barry. it is easily. yeah i know but that is a fraction of the expected cost should they push this unpopular policy oh, through no doubt about that but what the point that i'm making heather is that politically whichever way labor goes it's going to cop some yep. uh, fairly significant flack it just decides how big the flack is going to be doesn't it hey what's happening tomorrow big day well it is a big day um essentially the um, the political face changes from Jacinda Ardern to Chris Hipkins tomorrow. Uh, she will go up in the morning. She'll uh, tender her resignation to the Governor-General and um, she'll be followed by Chris Hipkins, who will be uh, sworn in as the new Prime Minister. Uh, with regards to the Cabinet reshuffle, which Hipkins will be doing, uh, he says that'll be announced next week. Uh, the Labour Party's uh, agreement with the Green Party means that they're unaffected by it. The other interesting thing uh, I read today, Heather, was that Chris Hipkins isn't going to live in Premier House, uh, which, of course, is the uh, home of the Prime Minister. Uh, he said he's a Wellington-based member of Parliament uh, and he's going to stay in his own house, presumably up in the Hutt Valley. Yeah, Barry, thank you for that. Appreciate it. It's Barry Soper, our uh, senior, News Talk ZB senior political correspondent.